Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. Guest, we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the lovely and wonderful Faith. Hello! We have someone who is very spoopy and <gasps> just super, super scary. Just the most remarkably rootin' tootin' ghost you'll ever see. It's the Phantom Rider. <gasps> yeah, so do you know anything about the Phantom Rider? Is he the one, like, the ghost rider on the horse? Yep. Yes! That's it, exactly. Nice. But this is a more literal translation of a ghost on a horse than than a ghost rider on a horse. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think his powers are? Uh, you know, spooky stuff. Yep. Spooky. <laughs> He's spooky. That's it. End of episode. Bye. So spooky. <laughs> okay, we got it. We, we're done. Uh, we're done. Should have saved this for Halloween, because he's so spooky. I'm sure but. he can, like, become incorporeal and all that good stuff. Yeah, spooky. Spooky. So, um, his real name is Hamilton Slade. His uh, occupation is archaeologist. No, I was hoping it was spooky ghost. No, you don't get paid for being a spooky ghost. Like, that's what he puts on his tax returns. He's got my spooky ghost. Spooky ghost. (laughs) (laughs) That cocaine needs to be written off because I'm so spooky. (laughs) So so spooky. (laughs) Yeah, his identity is secret. He is a citizen of the United States with no criminal record. Um, his former alias is Knight Rider. Oh. Not with a K. He was born in Reno, Nevada. Oh. I was like how nobody knows his identity, but somehow they know that he was born in Reno, Nevada. You know, that's something. Okay. Um, he, uh, his known relative is Lincoln Slade. His great-great-grandfather. Carter Slade, which was the original Knight Rider, who was his great great uncle, and we don't know anything about his parents or his great uncle or his just uh, yeah, who who gives a shit about them? Family, who cares? Who cares? Um, but uh, he is his base of operations in American Southwest. All of and, it, uh, the entire thing. So he first appeared in Ghost Rider. Number one. Oh. The origin of Ghost Rider, the menace of the Masked Rider, <gasps> in February 1965. I mean, 67. This was also written by Stan Lee. Ooh. Like everything in the 60s were. Yeah, pr- um, this pretty ran much. For, this ran for uh, seven issues. The Ghost Rider 2, uh, though, was in Western Gunfighters number seven and ghost rider three was in ghost rider 56 let me get those let me get those up real quick there was a run called the original ghost the original ghost rider there's also a um a story featuring him called ghost rider t- uh, 
the Trail of Fears. Uh, tears, I mean, sorry. Tales of Fears would be better. Oh, okay. The Tale of Three Tears, written by Garth Ennis. And I'm going to just say, probably insensitive, because it's Garth Ennis. Yep. This was in uh, two, 2007. I mean, the art looks good, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That that ran for some time. Um, but yeah, he, like, he's kind of was retconned as the first ghostwriter. American ghostwriter, I should say. I was gonna say. <laughs> because, because they were, like, pre, they were, like, prehistoric. Like, Shoba Mirage, which is a, which is a, uh, uh, Inuit person who has a flaming Macedon as her mount. Oh, which yeah! Which is pretty cool. And there's, there were a couple other First Nation ghostwriters. Yeah, but yeah, he kind of shows. He kind of just uh, shows up. He's pretty cool, though. He's pretty cool, and we'll get to that when we're talking about him. So, uh, Hamilton Slade is a uh, archaeologist who's interested in the American Indians or First Nations people. Uh, was spurned during childhood by his parents' accounts of his family claim to the history of the Southwest. His great-great-uncle, Carter Slade, was a schoolteacher who was gunned down by outlaws soon after moving to the frontier. Founded by a friendly tribe of Comanche Indians, Carter was nursed back to health by the medicine man Flaming Star. The aging uh, Indian believed Carter to be the champion of the Comanche Sky Spirit, revealed Revealed to him in a vision a year later. I mean, earlier. So, just like a white man, just saving a bunch of people. Just be like, yep, just like a white man. <laughs> it's typical. Yeah, and he was, uh, he was given a special chalk white, uh, cowboy outfit, impregnated with special fluorescent dust that Flaming Star had recovered from meteorite. Um, wearing it, he soon created the legend of a phantom horseman who rode the frontier, serving the cause of justice. He, he was called various names, Ghost Rider, Knight Rider, Phantom Rider, the Galloping Ghost, the Haunted Horseman, He Who Rides, the Night's Wind, among the... Uh, uh, so, you know, he was he was a uh, regular old Khaleesi, Breaker of Chains. <laughs> 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 Mother of dragons. Wear of two sexy thigh straps, not just one. Yes. Oh, he does have two sexy thigh straps. He was he was killed by outlaws, and then his U.S. Marsh his brother U.S. Marshal Lincoln Slade adopted the identity and carried the legend. Carter died unmarried and childless, but Lincoln had two sons, who were the grand, uh, which one of whom was the grandfather of Lincoln, I mean, of Hamilton Slade. So we have a legacy hero, basically. Oh, there you go. While he was studying, he hoped to someday discover the burial place of his famous great-great-grandfather. And while leading a team of archaeologists from the University of Nevada, he did come across the resting place of his ancestors in a subterranean cave beneath a Comanche burial mound. 
He investigated the site alone, but was startled when a ghostly garb of the Ghost Rider levitated in front of a barrel urn as he approached it. In a blinding flash, he was possessed by the spirit of one of the phantom ghost horsemen and acquired a host of spectral powers, far beyond those possessed by his mortal ancestors. Joined by the ghost of Night uh, of Knight Rider's horse, Banshee, he galloped off into the night to save stunt rider Johnny Blaze from the ma- magician Moondark. Who's Moondark? I don't Moondark. Moondark, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be someone we talk about later. Oh, sounds like fun. He showed up in 16 issues. I l- Probably less, actually. Like, what happened to the rest? Of- like, they were at, like, a like an archaeological site. Like, what happened to his interns? Were they just, like, <laughs> they just watch him right away. They're like, well. So, so here's what happened. I can almost tell you exactly what happened. So, so Hamilton was just like, ooh, 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 stay here. I'm going to look at this. And they're just like, okay, sure. And then they're just like, what's his deal? Like, crew, come on, let us look at it too. And all of a sudden they see, see a ghost and a ghost horse just gallop by them. And they're just like, what? What was that? Did we see a ghost? And then they go into the tomb, and they're just like, where did Hamilton go? And it started a huge search party. (laughs) They never found him, like, that night, anyway. And then, and then he just showed up all of a sudden. (laughs) And they're just like, where'd you go? Just like, nowhere? They're like, yo, where did you go? He's like, uh, I fell. (laughs) So, upon a successful completion of his mission, he resumed his normal form with no memory of his possession. But whenever evil was nearby, he transformed it to Ghost Rider to combat it. Like, spontaneously. Yep. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, So, anytime he's around capitalism, he's just always just shooting at things. Just constantly. But he doesn't have any idea. And that's why he is subjected to occasional memory lapses. He just deals with it. He's like, I'm probably just a chronic alcoholic. No big deal. Yeah, he's one of the five individuals who intercepted a call from Rick Jones uh, to the Avengers when Jones was being held by the Corrupter. (gasps) And he was joined by Red Wolf, Firebird, Shooting Star, and the Texas Twisters. They're the Rangers. They're like the Texas Avengers, I would say. Texan Avengers? They battled the Hulk under the Corruptor's influence. Did I do an episode of the Corruptor? I don't remember. (laughs) I have to to look now. It's been so long. (laughs) There's been so many. I I remember most of the people I talk about, and the Corruptor sounds familiar, but it might just be... He's probably at least been mentioned in another person's biography. Probably Rick Jones. There you go. But Rick Jones Rick Jones is like one of those people who is like tied to everything and I don't understand why. Oh, I definitely talked about the corrupter. Oh. <laughs> let's see let's see who he is. Oh, no wonder I don't remember him. He's just a blue guy who <laughs> basically just like 
releases psychoactive dust and makes people not act the way they're supposed to. I bet he doesn't even have a sexy thigh strap. No, he doesn't. Oh my gosh, he does have a tunic though. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I don't remember the corruptor, but he's just, uh, he's one of those people who probably doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> probably. So, probably. But yeah, so the corruptor. Let's look at the rest of the things. So. Wow, he tussled with the Hulk. That's pretty impressive. Everyone tussles with the Hulk. That's all the Hulk does. Like, there's two things you do if you want to prove that you're, like, a hero. You tussle with the Hulk and, like, don't get killed. You save a established superhero. Yeah. There's two things you do. Yeah. Yeah, after, after they uh, battled the Hulk, he agreed to help them form the Rangers. Oh. Uh, and he... But he's mostly operated alone. Um, so he is 6'1". Pretty tall. Uh, as a human, he weighs 200 pounds. But as Ghost Rider, veritable? Probably almost nothing. Because he's a ghost. How do you weigh him? You can't. He has blue eyes when he's not the Ghost Rider. But when he's a Ghost Rider, it's unknown what eyes he has. <laughs> Does he even have eyes? Probably not. <laughs> it's unknown. He has a mask that looks like he has eyes. But who knows? Do ghosts have eyes? You can't tell me they do. That's just his like final his final move when he's in a tight place is take off his mask and it's like, oh god <laughs> No, put it back on. He has red brown hair when he has hair and uh, as the ghost rider, it's unknown if he has hair. His cowboy hat is his hair. Plot twist. Um so here's the superpowers. He can become intangible, so he can pass through all known physical substances. Sweet. And allow physical objects to pass through him. He can't be harmed by, like, he can't even be harmed by, like, radiation and energetic, or radiation when he's intangible. Um, He also weighs nothing whenever he's, you know, intangible. But he can walk and he can also walk or run on air as well as uh, land. And uh, his his speed is comparable to his human host abilities, but he's virtually tireless. Uh, when he's tangible, he he is the full weight of his human. So he's two hundred pounds or nothing. Why didn't you just say that? Okay, whatever. Um, he's full weight of his human host, and he can also become invisible at will, or either uh, like fully or in part. So he could pull some really sweet pranks. <laughs> just a floating head. When he's invisible, he cannot be perceived by normal scientific means. Because it's magic means. Ooh. You have to be magic. Magic. He also has certain mystical possession, uh, oh, perceptions that allows him to sense the presence of evil. It's not really known how he feels evil, but he has feel, felt uh, evil emanations from about 100 miles away. So really, all you're doing is just, like, especially... Now that people are more openly evil, I imagine you're just walking through town. You're just like, "Oh, I'm Ghost Rider. I'm gonna have to shoot that alt right asshole over <laughs> yeah, there." He just like wakes up, <laughs> like everything is on fire. <laughs> like, well, it's just like I feel no evil. I guess 
Ghost Rider cannot act without possessing the host body of his ascendant and is unable to possess anyone else. Um, he does not have any knowledge or control over the circumstances or duration of his possession. Ooh. But it appears that it's, he can only be the Ghost Rider for about six hours. Um, why this limit exists or what would happen if it is, it is exceeded is not really known. Never been Ghost Rider for more than six hours. So let's talk about his, his ghost gun. Because he has one. I know, I noticed that. He has two ghost guns. Um, he wields a mystical revolver. Or he wields two mystical revolvers, Ooh, actually. That's why he needs the two sexy thigh straps. And they appear to be Navy Colt forty-five caliber caps and ball six shooters. It shoots silent phantom bullets of light, which can produce nerve-deadening effects upon those living beings that pass through. They're unaffected by solid objects, so he can shoot through someone who was on the other side of a wall, and the phantom would pass through the wall unimpeded and affect their target. They can, uh, they cause temporary paralysis for about one hour in a normal human being. But if, but with someone like the Hulk, it's just like, he kind of just pauses for a second and is just like, stop it. You're annoying Ow. me. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That's actually pretty cool. Ghost ghost bullets. It doesn't have effect on anything except living beings. Okay. Dang it. Not You can't shoot other ghosts with your ghost bullets. But even though they seem to be six shooters, he has an infinite clip. He also has a mystical lariat that has the property of becoming intangible or mystically unbreakable at the master's will. He can throw the lariat through the air, through a solid object to ensnare a person on the other side. Um, it's not known what the strength is, but who cares? Yeah, it also it also like can capture someone for an in, in, indefinite amount of time. Ooh. But... Uh, but people like the Hulk and Doctor Strange could probably break through it. So, like a normal person, you know, forever. But for someone who's like super, probably not that long. He has a horse named Banshee who possesses the same mystical abilities as he does. He can gallop on land or through the air at the same speed of a mortal horse at about forty miles an hour, and is tireless. When they are intangible to the uh, physical world, they can still touch each other. So they can ride when they're intangible. And whenever the Ghost Rider like, takes over Hamilton's body, uh, Banshee appears. Just bam. Horse. Yeah. Where Banshee dwells at other times is not known. You know, horse heaven. Yeah, probably horse heaven. He's probably a pretty good horse. He's the one horse I'm okay He's with. He's the only horse that like we're okay with on this podcast. All other horses, no. So, I give him a 10 out of 10. Cool ghost cowboy. He's actually pretty cool. Like, not gonna lie. I'm so okay with ghost cowboys. I th okay, here is a thing that people probably don't know about me. I am a sucker for a western. Especially if you put, like, a slight twist on it. Oh, yes. And I think there needs to be more, like, magic westerns and stuff like that. You don't get them a lot. 
or like just just combine stuff with westerns. Yeah. Like, come on, you know you want to. It's a winning. It's a winning thing. It's basically just a samurai story. My mom pretty much got when she was like twelve. She got my grandfather to go to Star Wars because it was a space western. But like, I just I just want there to be more westerns out there because I love westerns so much. Like, I don't like. I love it, and I just want there to be, like, weird combinations. It's one of the reasons why I like uh, Legends of Tomorrow, because they just go- because there's, like, this, uh- Oh, yeah! There's this western town that's, like, out of- outside of time, almost. Yeah. That can't be, like, looked at or viewed by anyone, because it has, like, this weird time thing to it. And that's always fun. Like, robots in westerns. Who owns the rights to Ghost Rider right now, I wonder? Oh, Mar- Mar- no, Marvel does. They did a Ghost Rider. They did like half a season with Ghost Rider on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. God. Yeah, it was the only good half of that season. It, it really was. <laughs> yeah, but like, I like, I like the, I like the fourth season for the most part. Um, I like the Agents of Hydra part quite a bit. Yes. The LMD stuff was fun. Um, I'm finishing that up right now. But yeah, so, um, so there is actually the genre I'm talking about with like westerns mixed with something else is called weird west. So it's like western with like something else. So, you know, that's stuff like, you know, like Wild Wild West was actually like a weird western. Yeah. Cuz it's steampunk western and then like Jonah Hex and Brave Star and you know, it's yeah. it's pretty fun. I-, I like it. Like one of uh I had this book called gods no wait monsters of lovecraft which is basically like lovecraft inspired short stories written by modern authors and one of the one of them was like um the yellow king mixed with the west oh that sounds awesome i love the yellow yeah it was (laughs) it was pretty interesting so i'm definitely gonna watch something that's like weird west like after this i feel like i'd really be down for like a ghostwriter reboot series like a movie franchise but i feel like i'd only be down if it was knight rider and it was a western i would like ghostwriter see i have an unabashed love for the ghostwriter movies <laughs> Like I like them, I, but the second well, the second one wasn't that good though. I'm sorry. You take that back. You take that back. It was made by the people who did Crank and Crank Two. It's a really fun movie. It is. It's fun. There there's a lot of movies though that I think are really fun to watch that aren't good. <laughs> I think I think if you view it more as like a grindhouse movie. Oh, that's a good it, point. Yeah, because I think I think the Ghost Rider the Ghost Rider movies had the misfortune of coming out after there was good Marvel movies. Yes, like good Marvel movies. I think I think if I rewatched it now with that in mind, I think I would enjoy it a lot more. And also, if you know, if you at least the Ghost Rider two, if if you know that the person who created it was created Crank and Crank two, it makes a lot more sense. It becomes way better. <laughs> But um, it would either be Knight Rider, I would either want them, or um, Robbie Reese, of course. One of the other lesser known ones. I wouldn't mind if they did like a straight Ghost Rider reboot. 
I'd want it to probably be more of a show. Yeah. But it- I would want them to I would want them to do the weird like Jason Aaron run. Yeah. Where like he brought in a bunch of other people and everything. Yes. Multiple ghost writers. But- Ooh, you know what would be fun? An anthology series about each of the ghost writers. Oh, that would be so cool. I really like Ghost Rider. I just, I feel like I like all the lesser known Ghost Riders more. <laughs> oh, I forgot. This is on my tight list to watch, but uh, Renona Arp is 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 just a horror, Western horror, supernatural yes, show. Yes, that TV show like, is so good. I- it's also very gay. What is what is the deal with sci-fi having legitimately really fun and cool shows? Yes. Um, now. Like, if you haven't watched Z Nation, I would suggest watching it. It's a really fun take of the zombie genre. Um it's like if in like it's like if uh The Walking Dead decided to have more than two interesting episodes each season. <laughs> yes. But like, yeah, so go watch some weird Western stuff, people. Like, this is just mostly I just love cowboy. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I love cowboy stuff so much. Listen, we're talking about a ghost cowboy. It's obligatory to watch a weird western afterwards. And, you know, one thing that I would really like actually is I would like a I would almost like a not main, like a of uh, the Marvel western stories. Um, that were really popular in the seventies, oh. like Kid Colt and uh, Kid Colt and the. Mm, let me get some of this stuff, actually. Um, but like the Western people, I think would be really fun as the Rawhide Kid. That's one I'm thinking of. Um, but I think that would be really fun to do as like a TV show. Yes, because like you can just have like you know like I don't know if Western. Westerns were will get popular again, but like they've been putting out some good Western movies lately. I mean, uh, Westworld happened. Yeah, that's more of well, a sci-fi. I mean, that's more, that's, with Western, actually. But. Yeah, uh, but but like uh, you know, you can have uh, I don't know, black a pat black rider Apache kid, and then Apache kid. I don't know if those will work out, but you know, you have like a bunch of. Outlaw kid. There's so many kids. Just a lot of children running around the old west. Apparently, <laughs> but like I think it'd be pretty fun to have like a western show because you have a lot to go off of, and also the Marvel western stuff is also really weird western stuff because you get like a lot of interesting like things. Yes, because there's people who had like powers and stuff who were also cowboys, and that's like kind of cool. Um, but, you know, you have a lot to go off of, and I feel like it would be probably a fairly cheap show to make, honestly. Yeah, really. You could recycle a lot of props and stuff. You can recycle a lot of props and, like, squibs and stuff are probably pretty cheap. And you can even bring in, like, some of the, um, 1802 characters from Civil- not the- not Civil War, um, Secret Wars? It was like a two issue run, but it had a bunch of like Western versions of like uh, uh, modern heroes. Oh, and that was pretty cool. Like I don't know, just maybe like you know, do some Western stuff, please. I just love do it so much. Do some fun things, that, like- dear Marvel. Please do fun Western things. 
Yeah, you have a lot to go off of, and no one's gonna, like, challenge you on their copyright. Please have more ghost cowboys. I love them. And they have to have two sexy thigh straps. They can't just have one. But, uh, speaking of people with who lack sexy thighs, I'm just gonna say thighs. Sexy thighs. No sexy thighs. Um, we're gonna talk about Moondark for a second. Oh. Yeah, he's a mystic villain who's came in conflict with various heroes, <gasps> including Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, Jack Russell, and Knight Rider. Jack Russell is the werewolf by night, by the way. Ah. His name is Jack Russell. As in the dog. <laughs> I, I was wondering. I was picturing an action. <laughs> werewolf by night. I'm a Jack Russell who turns into a werewolf. Oh my god, that Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> Actually. Like, the only difference is, like, it gets, like, a little bit more feral. Because wolves are almost genetically indistinct from from dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, he's basically a, uh, a dark magician. He can cast, he has powers. Does he have spooky ghost powers, too? Um, he can create creatures like cougars and vultures on a mystic energy. <gasps> that is pretty spooky. He can... He can cast illusions and uh, firebolts of eldritch energies from his hands. He also he also created his soul orb, which can rip the soul out of any individual un- and place it under his control, which is the part I needed to get to. Because <laughs> at first I'm just like, you know, get this loser out of here. But no, he can rip someone's soul out. It's like, he can rip the soul out of you. It's like... <gasps> But he has not shown up in a lot. Um, he showed up in... Well, he showed up in my favorite uh, suffix of Spider-Man. The web of <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, Marvel team-up. So that's two, three. He showed up in six issues. So, yeah. He hasn't shown up in a lot. But he looks kind of lame also. Just imagine, uh, like, uh, Moondark is almost what I would expect, like, someone like a Chris Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Angel type. Which also, as I admitted in a previous episode, I had the hugest crush on Chris Angel. (laughs) Um, It was before I knew I liked boys, but I knew I'm just like, "Mm, mm, you look like a sad emo boy, I like you. A weakness I, I have. Knew, it's okay. I knew a lot of people who had crushes on Chris Angel. Yeah. Did you know he sung Mind Freak? That was that was him. Like he has a band also. Also, don't listen to that song if you don't want to cringe out of your skin and die. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're done. I think we talked enough I- about this ghost cowboy. But you know, maybe watch some watch some like. Watch, like, uh, Bone Tomahawk, like yes. some Western horror movies. Yes. So, what's your plugs? Um, I thought about doing something different, but you know what? I'll just do my webcomic, because I would like to do that for a living one day. That's not going to happen. Yep. <laughs> support support people. Yeah, it's at graceswings.com, urban fantasy, uh... Maybe one day there will be a sexy redhead in leather pants, but that is not the protagonist. (laughs) 
I mean, you know you have to put a sexy redhead in leather pants at least once. At least once. There has to be at least one. Yeah. And they could be off doing other urban fantasy stuff while <laughs> while the main character is just kind of doing their own thing. Just wearing their yoga pants and <laughs> running around New York. My name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters. Um, you can listen to that if you like to talk hear me talk about cri- uh, cryptids. And uh, you'll hear uh, Faith talk about, me and Faith talk about some sad boy cryptids. Yes. And, you know, that's pretty important to talk we've about. Because there's some really... We've also talked about sexy fish. Multiple oh, times. Oh, so many times. <laughs> um, and, uh, so, I mean, if you want to hear about the creature that is, is so sad about it, how it appears is when someone looks at it, it literally cries itself to death. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can, um, you could listen to that episode. Mood. Yeah. Um. You. I also have uh, a cat who you can look at pictures of on Instagram at Marvelous Mooch. Uh, if you'd like to see the pictures of people we're talking about, including this really rad cowboy who is a ghost, uh, you can look look at them at Hodgepod Group on Facebook or at Alphabet Flight on Twitter. Um, both of those are in the link down below. And also, you might be starting a Patreon soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be starting a Patreon at some point. Um, where if we, uh, if I can get twenty five dollars, I'll do an extra episode a week where I talk about the pet, uh, pets of Marvel, and that'll be fun because we get to talk about like Scout, the dog that Century has. There you go. I don't know. The Red Ghost Apes. A person who's technically not a pet, but turns into an animal, so I guess it counts that she's a pet. Close enough. I don't know. I guess. I guess. Donate so we can afford more sexy thigh straps. <laughs> also, if you want to hear me talk about Aunt May's dog, Miss Lion, you definitely should should uh, donate Do it. for that. <laughs> yeah. The rich lore. <laughs> This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye! Bye!